हरे कृष्णा गुड इवनिंग एवरी वन वेलकम टू दिक्रेट ऑफ सक्सेस शो आई एम दसग्नि दास एंड टूडे आई वॉन्ट टू डिस्कस येट अनदर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट टॉपिक टूडे विद ऑल ऑफ यू इन द लास्ट फ्यू डेज एंड वीक्स वी हैव बीन डिस्कसिंग सम वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग टॉपिक्स रिलेटेड टू ह्यूमन एग्जिस्टेंस we discussed about identity crisis we discussed about the mind how to tame our mind we discussed about stress management we discussed about greed we discussed about how to be focused in life so all these different topics that we have been discussing is all there in the secrets of success show on castbox and anytime you get a chance so you can always feel free to go and listen to them you can also subscribe to the channel so today we are going to discuss a very wonderful topic and that is yoga for modern age and some of my friends have already joined here i'm so happy that all of you are here thank you vivek for that wonderful like that you have given thank you very much so today's discussion is going to be very interesting because it is very closely related to our human life each one of us we can actually be a wonderful human being and we can really attain the supreme peace by following this process of yoga so we all have been hearing about yoga and we have heard about yoga but today we will dive really really deep into understanding what are the different types of yoga what is real meditation and how can we practice meditation with all the practical scenarios that we are facing today okay so good wonderful i'm so glad to have all of you once again here with me it is always pleasure to have a wonderful audience who have been listening to me and uh, it is really great that you have been uh, giving a uh, patient listening to me and giving your valuable time to me so wonderful so before i start i would like to mention to all of you that if you have a pen and paper with you that will be really nice because just in case if you have some important points to jot down while we are discussing this important topic it will be really helpful for your future reference so i recommend that you have a pen and paper with you so that you can always refer it back again so that's very nice wonderful so <clears throat> today we will discuss this topic with uh, a three point discussion and agenda for today is to understand what is real meaning of yoga what are the different types of yoga what is meditation we will understand what is the topmost yoga system for our time and age and then finally at the end we will also try to have some uh, practical joyful session to have a nice musical uh, performance <laughs> probably some of you can join me that would be very nice so i see that some of you have joined and uh, we can keep this session very interactive just in case at any point of time of our discussion if you have any doubts if you have any questions to ask you can call me you can click that call button and you can call me right away and the other option is you can also type in your questions so that it would be very nice and uh, we can make it very interactive that way so feel free to ask questions at any point of time during our discussion wonderful and uh, if you're already liking the session you can hit that like button thank you so much once again for joining me 
<clears throat> so let me begin. I think it was in uh, 2014 September when our Prime Minister of India, Narendra Modi, he proposed. He had a proposal to the United Nations about having the International Yoga Day, and uh, it really took shape in 2015 June when the United Nations declared an International Yoga Day. So that is how in 2015 June, that is June 21st, which is also happens to be the longest day of the year, was selected. to be the yoga day an international yoga day so yoga has become a very well known and a household name household uh, terminology that we all use but now i want to ask all of you a very simple and important question and that is what do you mean by oh uh, thank you so much for that hearts and hearts and i am my heart is filled with all these hearts that you have sent sanskari believe you have a very funny name by the way thank you so much <laughs> so uh, that's very interesting the whole comment section is looking so wonderful and colorful now with all that hearts thank you very much <laughs> yeah i know i met you in uh, open talk and you are back here again on castbox very happy to see you here again on the show here wonderful so yes So my question to all of you is <laughs> what do you mean by yoga what is your understanding about yoga we are all celebrating international yoga day uh, yoga has now become uh, a very big business also because there are a lot of trainers yoga trainers and teachers there are uh, tte's uh, yoga training that is happening all the time <laughs> yoga see hi yoga mio Okay, I got it now. Yes, by the way, I should really mention to all of you that uh, while the world is celebrating yoga, you know there are so many new types of yogas that have come up. There is something called as uh, rabbit yoga. There is something called as bear yoga. And right now, our friend here, Sanskari Puli, has also introduced a meow, a cat yoga. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. and i'm not joking it's true actually there are people who have started this kind of different varieties of yogas called bear yoga there is cat yoga there is ulf yoga and there is uh, you know uh, you know so many varieties of yogas but now i want to ask all of you what do you mean by yoga what is your understanding about yoga what do you think what is your understanding about yoga you can type in the comment section what do you understand okay vivek says that knowing your inner self and awareness okay that is one definition of yoga any other definitions that you would like to give me are what is yoga to you we have been hearing this word yoga what do you understand by the word yoga all right let me tell you Devanshu saying relaxation okay uh, when you do when you perform some yoga it gives you some uh, peace of mind okay that is wonderful uh, that is the by product although 
But what does the word yoga mean? Yoga, the word, what does it mean? Just like when you say apple, apple is a word and apple means it's a fruit. So when you say yoga, what does it mean? Alright. So yoga, this word yoga has a root word in Sanskrit and that is called yuch. Yoga comes from a root word, Sanskrit word called yuch. Yuch means to link, to connect. Again, now the question to all of you is, if yoga means to link and connect, it is to link what? It is a link between what? So yoga means to connect or link, it is a connection between what? Can you guess something? So the word yoga means connect, so it is a connect between what? Okay, many people say that it is a connect between the body and the soul. Some say that it is a connect between the body and the mind. Some say it is a connect between the mind and the soul. But actually, yoga means according to Patanjali and all the scriptures, all the Vedic scriptures, the real meaning of yoga is to connect between the Jivatma and the Paramatma. That is our own self as a spirit soul and the connection of the spirit soul with that supreme soul is what is called yoga. So it is a link. It is a process of linking ourselves with the supreme lord. So that is what is the real meaning of yoga. The yoga between the connection between Jivatma and the Paramatma, the spirit soul and the super soul. So now, have you heard about different types of yogas? We you know many people talk about yoga, there are different types of yoga systems. Can you guess some of the yoga systems that commonly are very much uh, spoken, especially in India? People very often talk about the different yoga systems. Can you guess some of the yoga systems that are spoken about? Let me give you a hint. Like there is something called as Karma Yoga. Although Karma Yoga does not really involve you know having some physical exercise or uh, some physical postures. The conventional understanding of yoga is yes. There is uh, it means some physical postures and uh, some different types of asanas. But Karma Yoga when you say Karma Yoga it really does not involve any physical postures. Can you Give me some more examples of different types of yoga systems like Karma Yoga. You can guess, it's absolutely no problem. Even if it is wrong, absolutely no problem. Different types of yoga systems that you have heard about, especially in India, people should be very much aware of this. I'll give you another example. So there is Karma Yoga, then there is something called as Jnana Yoga. So that is also yoga, acquiring knowledge. And then there is something called as bhakti yoga, the art of devotion. So that is called bhakti yoga. And then there is something very interesting called as ashtanga yoga. Ashtanga yoga we will discuss in detail and in depth today. I want to really dive deeper and I want to really elaborate on this ashtanga yoga today. We have been hearing about yoga. So let us discuss this ashtanga yoga very much in detail. So by the way, 
when we are discussing about these different types of yoga systems all these different types of yoga systems like karma yoga gnana yoga bhakti yoga ashtanga yoga although they are very much applicable to all the different cosmic times when i say cosmic times i am referring to the four yugas okay just hold on i'm just trying to okay when i am saying that there is this cosmic time zones it refers to the different yugas the yugas are satya yuga treta yuga dwapar yuga and kaliyuga so right now we are in kaliyuga a time zone a time frame called kaliyuga so different types of yoga systems were recommended by the spiritual scientists the acharyas for different time zones so it is very beautifully explained in the scriptures that kriteya dhyato vishnum tretayam yajato makhai dwapare paricharyayam kalau tat dhari kirtanat it means that krita yuga krita yuga also means satya yuga in satya yuga people used to follow something called as dhyato vishnum it is called ashtanga yoga and in krita yuga the time zone the time frame after krita yuga satya yuga is called trita yuga in which people used to follow huge yagnas so performing yagna is also a kind of yoga system it is a process of linking ourselves with the supreme lord and then in next cosmic zone time zone that is called dwapar yuga parichargyaya huge temples that's why in uh, uh, india and especially in south india you will see huge temples being built it's because that was a process of linking ourselves with the supreme lord so that was performed in dwapar yuga but in kali yuga the time zone that we are in right now it is very simple and it is mentioned as kalau tat hari kirtana the chanting of the holy names is the best method so let me now let us dive deeper into understanding the process that was followed in satya yuga so people of the satya yuga used to follow ashtanga yoga so what is ashtanga yoga ashta means eight anga means parts ashta anga means eight fold yoga system ashtanga yoga means eight fold yoga system so there were eight steps in ashtanga yoga what are those eight steps the eight steps which are mentioned in yoga system ashtanga yoga are yam niyam asan pranayama pratyahara dharana dhyana samadhi so these are the eight steps which are mentioned are which are the part of ashtanga yoga so now what is these what are these yam niyam and all these eight fold processes let us understand by the way this is just going to be a brief uh, introduction to this okay yam the very first step yam means certain don'ts you are not supposed to do certain things like if you want to practice yoga very seriously connect yourself with the supreme lord that means you have to follow certain regulative principles and those regulative principles are no meat eating no gambling no intoxication 
no illicit sex so these are the four things you have to perform and practice in order to ensure that you follow this yoga system so ashtanga yoga the very first step of ashtanga yoga is yam and that is to follow or not to do certain thing it is certain don'ts that we are supposed to follow and the next step of ashtanga yoga is niyam niyam means certain do's there are certain very important things that we are supposed to follow like fasting on certain days like ekadashi taking bath every day especially during those times uh, people brahmacharis and all the yogis they used to take bath thrice a day it's very very important actually and uh, every day offering prayers cleanliness internally and externally so these are the different following chaturmasya so these are all different processes which are to be followed and that is called niyam so first is yam the second step is niyam and the third step of the ashtanga yoga process is asana now all of you have heard about yogasana so that is actually the third step of ashtanga yoga asana what do you mean by asana asana means different bodily postures like there is chakrasana dhanurasana even surya namaskara is also considered to be an asana so there are many different asanas and you are very much aware that when you go to a yoga teacher he will teach you different bodily postures and those are called yogasana they are part of yogasana which is the third step of ashtanga yoga and this is very very important if you want to progress further in ashtanga yoga because if you are not stable in your sitting postures you cannot practice ashtanga yoga right now when you are listening to me i'm sure some of you including myself i am shifting my positions you know i am not comfortable sitting in a proper way i am not comfortable sitting in a particular posture i am constantly adjusting myself and trying to make myself comfortable i am sure that is happening with all of you also so asana the third step in ashtanga yoga actually helps you to attain a very stable sitting posture and that is very important extremely important so then only when you perfect yourself in sitting postures that is when you go to the next stage and that is the fourth stage and the fourth stage is pranayama now pranayama is also very well known to all of you pranayama is becoming very famous and what is pranayama pranayama is nothing but different breathing exercises now breathing is extremely important if you want to follow ashtanga yoga so breathing is extremely important why because breathing is a very integral part of our life now unfortunately many people they follow pranayama but then they don't follow the very first and second step that is yam and niyam in your experience do you know that anybody going to the fourth standard without passing the first standard in school no nobody can go to the fourth standard without passing the first standard so many people directly jump to pranayama without even understanding what is yam and niyam 
Early morning, they are very enthused. They sit down and they do the pranayama early morning. And early morning, when they are doing this pranayama, they purify themselves, they purify their consciousness, they purify their mind. And then in the night, they drink alcohol and they drink all nefarious things. So, this kind of pranayama will really not help. So, this is called as Hasti Snana. Kunjara Shaucha. Kunjara Shaucha. In Sanskrit, Kunjara Shaucha means elephant bath. You know what does the elephant does? An elephant, it goes into the water in the, in the pond or river and then there, thank you Sharsha for that comment. So, the elephant goes into the water, takes bath, cleanses itself very nicely and then the elephant comes on the bank of the river and then what it does? It takes the mud and throws back on its body again. It cleanses itself nicely in the water, comes back on the shore and throws the dust again on its body. So this is called elephant's bath and many people unfortunately today, they do this pranayama and asana, they purify themselves in the morning and in the night they have a wonderful beer bottle, wine bottle, whiskey bottle and they drink and unfortunately contaminate their consciousness again. So this is not recommended. So pranayama which is breathing exercise, why it is so important is because pranayama by controlling your breath, you actually increase your lifespan. Yes, my dear friends, when you control your breath, you actually increase the duration of your life. Let me give you an example. How many years do you think the cheetah lives? You all know the cheetah? A cheetah is a very fast runner, it's a wild animal and it runs extremely fast. Considered to be the fastest animal on the planet, cheetah. How many years does the cheetah live? Any guess? You can write in the comment section. How many years does the cheetah live? Waiting. You can guess it. Okay, let me tell you. It is approximately 11 to 12 years. The duration, the life duration of a cheetah is just 11 to 12 years. Can you guess what is the life duration of a dog? A dog generally lives for 15 to 16 years. Now, if you analyze a dog or a cheetah or any wild animal, the duration of these animals is short because they breathe very fast. Have you seen a dog? It breathes very fast through the tongue. But on the contrary, if you look at elephants, elephants live for 70 years, 80 years and they live for a much longer time also. It's because they breathe very slowly. What about turtles? There are some turtles which live for 200 years, 300 years. I'm sure you are aware of this. Can you imagine they live for 200 years, 300 years? It's because they breathe very, very slow. The, what happens is when you breathe slow, your lifespan increases. Each one of us, when we are born, each one of us are born with a fixed number of life cycles or the breath cycles. 
when we take birth the moment we take birth the number of breathing cycle is fixed now it is left to you in what time duration you want to exhaust those breathing cycles good evening mr v thank you so much and you have joined us today welcome to the show thank you so much for joining so that is how oh yeah <laughs> i got it now vishaka thank you so much for joining i'm glad to have you here today wonderful very nice oh sukh has also joined us today thank you so much sukh you are here okay great uh, there was some technical issue earlier but yes fantastic very nice all right so we have been discussing this very important topic and uh, we just discussed how that there are uh, different types of yoga system and we were discussing about we were in the middle of discussing the ashtanga yoga process so now i was telling you about the pranayama system and that is how by actually increasing the breath cycle we actually increase the duration of our life and that is how we understood by the example of elephants and turtles these elephants and turtles they breathe really 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 slow and that is the reason they actually have a very long life span but now what happens with us human beings is because we are not trained how to breathe it so happens that we are decreasing the duration of our life we are decreasing the duration of our life and especially in the modern times because of the kind of lifestyle that we are leading so much of stress and so much of anxiety and especially when people become very angry all these different uh, stressful situations actually make us breathe very fast and then we actually decrease the duration of our life so until now we have actually discussed about yam niyam we have discussed about uh, uh, the asana different bodily postures and then we also discussed about pranayama so we have discussed these four different parts of ashtanga yoga now i want to dive into the fifth step of ashtanga yoga so what is this fifth step of ashtanga yoga so the fifth step of ashtanga yoga is pratyahara Yes, Sukh, you just joined. Yes, wonderful. But uh, I was just explaining to all of you that how uh, we have been discussing about the uh, different yoga systems, and right now I'm discussing about Ashtanga yoga process. And Ashtanga yoga actually involves uh, the eightfold steps. Ashta means eight, Anga means parts. So eightfold yoga system is what is called Ashtanga yoga. And those eight steps are: first step is Yam, Niyam. आसन प्राणायाम प्रात्याहार धारणा ध्यान समाधि सो दीज आर द एट स्टेप्स ऑफ अष्टांग योगा सो वी हैव डिस्कस द फोर्थ स्टेप नाउ लेट अस डिस्कस द फिफ्थ स्टेप एंड दैट इज प्रात्याहारा सो व्हाट इज प्रात्याहारा द फिफ्थ स्टेप ऑफ अष्टांग योगा एक्चुअली इन्वॉल्व्स सेंस कंट्रोल सी ईच वन ऑफ अस वी हैव फाइव सेंसेस एंड द फाइव सेंसेस आर आईज इयर्स नोज टच and yours right okay i missed one i guess but anyway you know what i'm saying so five senses that we have these five senses needs to be controlled in order to control the mind because you cannot just be involved in 
sense enjoyment and sense gratification if you at all you are serious about proceeding and advance in spiritual life and especially yoga system and ashtanga yoga so when you you want to go to the next stage of ashtanga yoga it is very important that we regulate our five senses so we cannot just eat whatever we want we cannot simply hear whatever we want we cannot see anything that we want so no that is not recommended and earlier i mentioned that how niyama and yama niyam involve certain do's and don'ts and what are those do's and don'ts no meat eating no gambling no intoxication and no illicit sex and following certain regulatory principles like following chaturmasya following ekadashi you know following certain uh, good habits like taking bath regularly these days people don't take bath they just take some perfume and they blow some deodorant and all those thing and they are very happy <laughs> so that is all not recommended if you want to follow the yoga system so pratyahara the fifth stage actually involves the controlling of the senses it's only when you practice the sense control you can go to the next stage and the sixth stage of ashtanga yoga is dharana what is dharana dharana means it is the stage of yoga where you get to know oh my god i am not this physical body i am not this senses i am not this body and the mind i am actually a spirit soul in the stage in the sixth stage of ashtanga yoga you completely realize yourself that is called self realization and in this stage of self realization you get to know that you are not this body you are different from the body and you are a spirit soul so there this body is made up of matter and the spirit soul is anti matter it is completely a different dimension altogether so in the sixth stage of ashtanga yoga you completely realize that you are not this physical body and you are a spirit soul and only then when you are self realized you can actually enter the next stage the seventh stage and that is dhyana or in modern terminology it is called meditation now everybody talks about meditation but you should know very clearly that meditation is the seventh stage of ashtanga yoga so without following the first yam niyam and asana pranayama without perfecting the first six stages you cannot actually meditate it is impossible to meditate without actually being self realized very nicely in the bhagavad gita lord krishna is talking to arjuna and he says who can meditate he says a person can meditate only when he sees a stone and gold on equal platform with equal vision i repeat that again a person can meditate only when he can see a stone and a piece of gold on an equal platform now just imagine if i take a stone and if i throw at you oh my god yes you can call fun boy we can make this very interactive okay just hold on hi there yes good evening fun boy and uh, welcome to the show i'm so glad that you're here today Yes I am doing good how are you
Wonderful. And uh, I wanted to come in order to ask you some questions. So before uh, you going further, can you? Yes, I can. I think before we get into the next section of discussion, uh, we can actually take some questions. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, what is the first, uh, you know, uh, how can I say, priority or you know, condition for meditating? Mentally, I mean. Yes. Yes. Good. A very good question. And uh, just few minutes ago, we were discussing that how it is so essential that we regulate our five senses. When I say senses, we have the eyes, nose, ears, touch, and the tongue. So these five senses, which we are so much engaging and we are trying to gratify has to be controlled. It's very important. So we have to regulate our five senses in order to meditate appropriately and have the highest perfection of meditation. So these are the processes very much required to get a stable meditation or meditative mood. So fun boy, anyway, uh, you can always uh, go back and listen to the talk. It will be uploaded on the Secrets of Success show. If you have missed the earlier part, it will definitely help you to understand your question much better. Okay. Okay. So the first priority based on you, what you asked is the first priority is to control our senses. Okay. And one more thing, uh, can I do yoga at my home without, you know, any club, any gym, uh, only myself, can I do it? Absolutely, you can do it. In fact, that is the discussion today. I want to share with all of you a very, very important meditation process at the end of this discussion because that is one thing which will really help all of you and it is very, very practical. What I'm going to share today with all of you is going to be very practical and very helpful and you can sitting at home practice this meditation and yoga. So that is the discussion today. I'm going to that. I'm coming to that very soon. <laughs> So fun boy, I, uh, you have any questions? No, no, I don't have any questions. Thank you. Okay. Uh, you want me to hang up now? Yes, you can be on the call and if you uh, also can continue to listen to this talk because it's going to be really helpful to you. Okay, I'm going to listen to you. Okay. okay. You can you can talk. Wonderful, very nice. So I was discussing about the seventh stage of Dhyana and I was telling you that how you can meditate only when you can attain that platform or the vision of seeing stone and gold on an equal platform. So now if I take a stone and if I throw at you, how will you feel? You will all defend yourself, isn't it? You will all defend yourself and you will say, Oh Rasagna, why are you throwing stones at me, man? You will become really offended. You will feel offended. But now, if I take a brick of gold, if I take a brick of gold and throw at you, you will immediately catch it and you will say, Rasagna, throw more. Why one? Throw more. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say here is how we are not on a platform where we can see a stone and gold on an equal platform. And hence we cannot meditate and there are many people in the name of meditation 
they actually have come up with so many concocted ideas about meditation do you know there are there are so many people who say that we have to meditate on a red light there you have to keep a red light and you have to meditate on the red light no then they will say oh there is a crack in the wall you have to meditate on the crack of the wall crack on the wall that is not meditation and then you will have a black dot on a white board and then you have to meditate on the black dot no like earlier we defined yoga means to connect ourselves that is the spirit soul to connect the spirit soul with the supreme soul that is the real meaning of yoga yoga doesn't mean to connect ourselves with the dot or connect ourselves with the red light or connect ourselves with the dot crack in the wall no that is not yoga yoga means to connect ourselves a spirit soul with the supreme soul that is the real purpose of yoga actually if somebody is simply thinking i'll do meditation and i will actually do some yoga for some physical health and some mental health all right that is good it will really uh, help you yoga and meditation will definitely give you this benefits but that is not the ultimate purpose of doing meditation and yoga the physical health and mental health are the by products of yoga please understand this very very important the by products of yoga is the mental health and physical health but we should not be so absorbed in the by products of yoga that we miss on the real purpose of yoga and the real purpose of yoga is actually to connect ourselves with the supreme soul so that is how we discussed about these seven stages and the final stage the eighth stage of the ashtanga yoga process is the samadhi so in this state of samadhi it is called the complete trance okay let me take this call from wazat khureshi wazat khureshi good evening and welcome to the secrets of success show i'm so glad that you're here today fantastic and you know i am a i am not a teacher but i was to complete a graduation in a pps bachelor in physical education and sport oh wonderful we have a right person here today on the show yes you are in my perspective you know in my profession introspection you know uh, as much as is a very necessary for all of us because i am also doing a yoga in morning and it's a very uh, like obsession You know, yes. I'm really very glad. Yes. Because you know, I'm doing a, a yoga in the morning, and uh, you know, as soon as possible, I'm controlling my mind in you know, like my hand. Mm-hmm. Because you know, meditation. Yes. Meditation is a, a very good thing in my opinion. You know, my opinion because you know, as as much as possible, you know, we have control our mind. You know, you know, we are not going to in a negative way. Yes, absolutely. Have, uh, yes, absolutely. Yes, we have follow the op- optimistic way of a life. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So I, yes. Uh, so yes. Was it Kureishi? Do you have any questions for me? Yes. Uh, yes. Maybe you are discussing about the stage of yoga. Can, can we discuss? I can ask the all stage of yoga. Yes, I just briefly uh, uh, mentioned that to all of you, and let me one final time again let you know. that we were discussing about the ashtanga yoga process and ashtanga yoga ashta means eight anga means uh, uh, different parts 
So the eight different parts of Ashtanga Yoga is Yam, Niyam, Asan, Pranayama, Pratyahara, Dharana, Dhyana, Samadhi. So these are the eight stages of Ashtanga Yoga. And this is a very gradual process. It takes a lifetime to understand. But now, my dear audience, all of you, I have something very interesting to tell you. And that is, by the way, if you are liking the session, you can hit that like button also, all of you. Okay. You know, I give you a suggestion, sir. He said, no, no, very great moment for me. Yes. Accepting my call. But you are doing great. You okay. have not required any type of, you know, please hit the like button because people are like you and you are doing so well and also people like you. Thank you, Vazad Qureshi. Thank you very much. Um, you know, uh, anything is a, you know, so, uh, in my opinion, uh, we are doing great then uh, all people are also follow and as, as, as much as you know participate in our yes yes actually that is uh, that is very much appreciated and i really uh, thank all of you for uh, giving those wonderful comments and everything i'm really glad and uh, i have also shared uh, a link for all of you just in case if you want to get uh, connected with me on telegram uh, i have something very interesting for all of you going forward okay so let me explain now before i want to go to the next discussion although i discussed about ashtanga yoga in detail according to the scriptures you know, if at all you want to practice Ashtanga Yoga, Ashtanga Yoga cannot be practiced at home. <laughs> now, all these eight steps that I discussed with all of you, these things cannot be practiced at home. You have to go to a forest. You have to go to a jungle and uh, you have to sit under a tree, not very high, not very low. And then you have to uh, lay some grass. You have to have a deer skin. And oh my God, I'm just asking you, how many of you want to give a try? Fun boy, yes. are you willing to go? I, 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 I okay. Did. I did. Um, I'll go in a forest area and you know, sit in a grassy area. Okay. So, Vazat, Vazat, just stay. Wonderful. Vazat, you are online. Wonderful. I got your answer. Fun boy, what do you think? Is it practical for you to go to the forest and do this? Unfortunately not. It's not practical <laughs> for me because I live in a, you know, desert uh, somehow desert-like uh, region because yeah. I live in Iran and I, I don't have access to forest near you know beach or those <laughs> yes. sort of things. Yes. Okay. So now that's very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, so uh, what do you suggest? What do you suggest? Yes. What I'm trying to say here is now the eightfold yoga system. Uh, Vishaka, you're online. Just hold on. Uh, let me take her also on call. Okay. So now what happens is. For many of us listening to this, I'm sure it is impractical to go to the forest. I think only Vazad Qureshi can afford himself to go to the forest. But you know... Because I'm living in a, live in a village. And yes. I'm also, you know, I'm not giving a, you know, live comments. I'm doing this thing in a practical way because it's a very yes, necessary yes, yes. thing. And it's a very, uh, you know, how to say, I can't uh, say in a word because yes. I'm very, you know, I'm feeling very well. Yes. According to my previous day, yes. uh, according to uh, yes. behind a uh, uh, couple of months, uh, I am yes. a very unwell person. But yes. I am doing yoga and meditation, and I am control yes. myself in a, as soon as. Yes, good. I understand. I definitely understand uh, your, the, your practice. Uh, Suk, you tried calling me. You can call me back if you want. And Vishaka also. Uh, I will take your call very soon, both of you. 
So now, okay, let me take Vishaka. Vishaka has been trying to call. Let me hold. Okay, wait. Vishaka. Uh, good evening, Vishaka. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Radhe Radhe sir. Radhe Radhe. So uh, your topic is about the yoga. Yes. Yeah, that's very good. And uh, uh, before a few minutes ago, I listened your podcast and uh, enjoy very much mm-hmm. because uh, sir. But uh, I have uh, some question about uh, like that. You told me like uh, there eat uh, stang about the stang yoga, okay? Mm-hmm. And in stang yoga, yam niyam uh, asan pranayam dhyan samadhi like that. Yes. In yam niyam niyam, I think niyam uh, in niyam part we should have to we should have to like uh, um, be punctual and uh, disciplined. I think. But uh, can you explain me first part yam? Yes, yam means certain don'ts, and don'ts are. Uh, Uh, basically, for any spiritualist who wants to uh, progress in spiritual life, uh, he has to follow certain things. And the basic regulatory principles are no meat eating, no gambling, no intoxication, and no illicit sex. Yeah. So these are the four things which we have to follow, and these are the part of yam. And sir, uh, sorry for interrupt. I read in a book, you know. Uh, sorry for this. I am not telling a negative. Sex, so sex energy is a convert in a potential energy. Yes. So like a, and you know, work of enthusiasm. Yes. A, you know, like a in 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 neurable thing is a very good energy to convert in a any word. Like yes, I'm going to discuss this also very soon, uh, Kureshi. Let's uh, continue this topic discussion today. Uh, I understand uh, that is also very important point uh, in practicing the yoga system. All of us definitely need to control our urges. We have some uh, physical urges, and controlling these sensual urges becomes very important if you want to attain true happiness. If you are just yes, engaged in uh, you know, sensual happiness. You are doing great in your life. As soon as possible, you are control your mind and you know change the potential energy and any type of work. That, that, yes, that, yes, like absolutely, I absolutely. Alternatives, you know, I am, uh, I am a, you know, I am a like a enthusiasm of English, speaking English, and you know, I am going in a precisely way according to control uh, every habit. Human have so many habits yeah, in a yeah. better way, and you know, uh, sometimes optimistic. And sometimes negative, but yes. it's your opinion how to you know control yes. this in a uh, uh, negative or yes. positive. And it's a very you know enthusiasm energy and convert you know any passion, guys. Now I'm converting this energy into passion planning. Yeah. So was it Kureshi? Uh, since uh, this is a topic in itself, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we are discussing your point of controlling the passions. I want to have a dedicated session on uh, overcoming temptations very soon. Next week we are going to have a very important session, and we will dive deeper uh, into this particular topic that you are discussing today about passions. Okay? So yeah, wonderful. You know, you know, sir. I, you know, I'm uh, you know, I'm telling you uh, very confident, confidently. Why? Because I read a book in a morning, and I'm I'm shocked. You know, I don't know the energy is very strong, and the convert energy in a potential energy is a very you know work for as much as we can. 
Yes, yes, definitely. So we will definitely discuss all these uh, points in the next session. Okay, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wonderful. I'll follow you and uh, I am sorry for interrupting. No, 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 no problem. Actually, you are welcome. Actually, it's I very know. nice that you are sharing. Uh, I, I have a one question more. And what's your profession, sir? Can I ask? Okay. Well, I I would uh, I would say that uh, I have lived a life of a monk, and uh, right now uh, I have been a full time uh, you know into spirituality, and I am sharing this knowledge with all of you. I practice myself what I am preaching as much as possible. So that's the reason I am uh, with confidence and with conviction. I am able to speak. what i'm speaking today so it's because my own conviction is risen because i have uh, been following this since more than a decade now and uh, this has given me immense pleasure and happiness and that's the reason i want to share this wonderful knowledge with all of you so that you can also benefit and make your life wonderful happy and yes. be blissful yes. you know yoga yoga is leave addict cluttership in your life yes yes exactly you know? and yeah you know so far as you know your considerable situation yes yes so wonderful now the point here is let us continue with our discussion today now since i have discussed about ashtanga yoga now i want to discuss and tell you that ashtanga yoga in today's time and age and especially in this age called kali yuga is going to be very difficult not everyone can actually go to the forest and do because we are scared of a cockroach what to speak of the scorpions and the snakes are available yeah. there in the now the question here <laughs> is Yeah. It is very difficult and impractical to go to the forest. And first of all, where do you get the deer skin? And you know, there are a lot of other rules and regulations. If at all you have to go to the forest, not everybody can do that. So now, for all the general people, especially those who are grahastas, you know, those who are uh, uh, yeah. married people who are uh, having children and families, how should they practice yoga? So that is the point. We have to come to an understanding of how. as a normal person being in the society how can i practice meditation and yoga so now let me tell you all of you there is a very very interesting process that is mentioned in different ages see the spiritual scientists the great acharyas of india have given different prescriptions for different time zones in satya yuga ashtanga yoga was very much mentioned and recommended but in next yuga time zone that is treta yuga Big big yagnas were told. Treta yam yajato makai. Big big yagnas were performed. But today we cannot perform yagna because brahmanas are not very qualified. Earlier, when the great brahmanas just by chanting the mantras they used to ignite the fire. But today we need to use matchbox and so many other things. So big yagnas are not possible. And in Dwapar Yuga, the next stage, the next time zone. In Dwapar Yuga, big temples and big uh, religious structures were built in order to get connected with the Lord. Yoga to follow the yoga, but that is not possible even today because people do not have money to build big big temples. In India, you will find so many huge temples, but today that is not possible. And then in today's time and age, Kali Yuga, the best and the easiest method of meditation recommended is iti shodashakanam nam kali kalmashanasanam nathparatarupaya. So what it means that the best way of connecting ourselves with the Supreme Lord in this Kali Yuga is to practice yoga is mantra meditation. I am going to dive now deeper into this mantra meditation, all of you. Okay, listen to this very carefully because this is what is going to transform your life. 
If at all you want to any transformation in your life, you want to upgrade your understanding of yoga, then this is uh, the key to success in yoga. Success. The mantra meditation. I am going to talk oh, about this. Can means, you know, can means meditation change your life. But yes, I want to discuss the science about mantra meditation. I want to dive deeper into this. So please, please, please listen to this very carefully, all of you. It's a science. It is not some sentimental dogmatic idea. This is a science. So now, uh, there was this uh, scientist in Japan. His name is Masuru Emoto. You can type and also search in uh, YouTube. Masuru Emoto, he is an author also, he did a research on water and the research was he took water and he freezed it uh, less than minus 20 degrees and then he was constantly exposing this water to some very soothing music and when this water was exposed to soothing music and then later on at a molecular level when they saw the crystals of these water which was exposed to music had very beautiful forms very very beautiful forms and on the contrary the water which was not exposed to music had very haphazard very haphazard structure molecular structures and no proper structures so now it was very much evident that anything that is exposed to music flourishes. In fact, this was also tested on plants. Many plants which are exposed to wonderful soothing music, they grow very beautifully and give fruits very nicely. Compared to those plants which are not exposed to wonderful music. So what I'm trying to say here is, every sound has an impact on our mind directly, on our consciousness directly. Sound is very, very powerful. The sonic power is so much that it can affect our consciousness also. So now let me give you an example and let us dive a little bit more into this sound meditation and that is, thank you so much. If you see this body, our physical body is made up of five elements. What are the five elements? Earth, water, fire, air, ether. So these... Last one is, last one is sorry. Ether, ether. Ether is sky, space. Ether is space. So our body is made up of Panchabhuta and these five elements, earth, water, fire, air, ether. So now, all these five elements are intrinsically having sound within them. All these five elements have intrinsically sound within them. By the way, before I proceed, I just want to quickly tell you, just in case, if there is a technical glitch and if this podcast stops because of some network problem, I am going to go live immediately. In next few minutes, you can rejoin. I am just uh, keeping you aware, okay? So now, the question here is, if you analyze these five elements... What did I do just now? If you see, I clapped. Now, my hands are made up of earth element. My body, my hands are made up of earth. So when the earth strikes with earth, it creates sound. 
if you take a bottle of water if i take a water and pour that water in the glass in the glass of water or in the bucket of water the water will also make water tipic 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 is it not so the water also intrinsically has water if you are having the fan on in your room the fan is rotating and the air is also making noise is it not when you switch on the fan you will see the air even that makes noise so air also has sound within it if you take fire the fire also when the fire is blazing even fire makes noise and now recently it is uh, uh, made us the nasa had made a study that even in space they have identified sound although there is space yeah. we see that there is nothing but even in space there is sound so sound is a very intrinsic part of our body and the body is made up of five elements earth water fire air ether so all these five elements are intrinsically having sound that means my body is one sense in one sense is made up of sound my body my physical body is actually made up of sound now interesting thing is if you see and analyze your thoughts if you analyze your thoughts every oh good evening vikram welcome to the show if you analyze your thought every thought every thought is also a sound vibration you know we tell maine to apna man ka baat sun liya i always heard my mind my mind told me like this that's why i did like this my mind told me like this that's why i did like that so what what do you mean when as my mind told me like this that means every thought is also a sound vibration you are listening to your mind so your physical body is made up of sound your mental body is made up of sound your whole existence is made up of sound your whole existence is made up of sound so that is the reason in this particular kaliyuga the best process of meditation that is recommended to all of us is this sound meditation and that is mantra meditation so what is mantra man yes so mantra man means mind tra means that which frees the mind man means mind tra means that which frees the mind so man plus tra means we can release our mind from unnecessary thoughts and anxieties and fears and perceptions each one of us have these different types of perceptions in our mind so now okay good vivek acharya is asking a question how does one know if they are practicing the various yoga meditation systems in the right manner is there any specific yoga routine one need to follow on the day to day basis apart from mantra meditation which is the ultra best and i completely agree kindly advise great so now since we discussed about ashtanga yoga very good question vivek i think that question will help everyone else also who is listening to this so now when we are practicing yoga for your physical health and your mental health you can continue doing your different yoga systems you can uh, like following different asanas you can follow uh, pranayama you can also do surya namaskara every day so following surya namaskara following asanas every day certain basic asanas and uh, following basic uh, pranayama will really help but apart from that we are not just 
talking about physical health and mental health but we are also talking about our spiritual health so as a spirit soul we also need to feed our spirit now right now every day when you feed food to your body you are taking care of the physical body and when you listen to some nice music some nice thoughts when you read some good books you are actually feeding your mental mind your mental health is becoming stronger but what about the spiritual health your true identity as a spiritual soul is completely neglected and that is the reason meditation has to lead you to reach that and attain that spiritual health and that spiritual health in kaliyuga can be attained by mantra meditation so mantra meditation is the recommended process mantra will help you to control the mind not just control the mind but also help you to connect yourself with the supreme lord that is the ultimate purpose so now you must be wondering which mantra to chant but before i go to the next section of our discussion do you have any questions for me do you have any questions yes i मोमेंट यू थिंक moment there is a thought that means there is sound within you that means there is no silence and the function of the mind is to generate thoughts just like the function of the eye is to see the function of the ear is to hear the function of the mind is to generate thoughts now the question is what kind of thoughts am i supposed to generate that is the question that is the question so that's what i'm going to discuss now how important is this mantra meditation but because uh, i want to uh, talk a little bit about mantra meditation i want to do some joyful thing for all of you right now so let us all sing together and join me in the singing if you can that will be very nice all of you who are listening to me let us sing together a little bit so very nice all of you are here today and so glad Hey da ma ma 
liked it you can hit that like button thank you so much for joining again wonderful very very nice <clears throat> so yes what we just did now was a little bit of practical demonstration of the mantra meditation it is the most simple and effective method which we can practice day after day after day and it's really going to be very helpful and fun doing this every day and i have been doing this since last more than a decade now and i see that it has made so much of impact in my own life so now i want to really discuss what is this hari krishna mahamantra all about what is this all about and irrespective of what faith we belong to what religion we belong to it really doesn't matter because science is a science after all it really does not discriminate between what is right and what is wrong no when we talk about science it is equal to everyone when we talk about the gravity gravity irrespective of who you are which faith you belong to which religion you belong to it is going to act because it's a science and the chanting of the holy names of the lord is mentioned in every religion everybody talks about taking the holy name of the lord it is not just only oh how do i take if i am particularly i am following a particular religion and faith should i still chant no you can chant the mantra or the names of the lord that you feel like chanting if you are a, a christian you can chant the holy name of jesus you can chant the holy name of, of the Uh, the supreme lord in whatever supreme way you want to if you are a muslim if you want to chant the name of allah that is wonderful chanting of the holy name is been recommended in all the scriptures irrespective of which which religion you belong to and this is the most simplest way and the joyful way of connecting ourselves with the lord in this kali yuga although you can do ashtanga yoga you can practice ashtanga yoga it is very difficult and impractical 
I am just I just don't want to beat around the bush. That's why I'm sharing this with all of you. So this is oh good evening, Roy. Welcome back. Chenagidin Roy, tumba vallay do or you are back again? Yeah, feeling good. Uh, I just got to see that you know I just got to know that you are doing a part. So I got super excited and I'm being here and just wanted to wish you a good evening and I hope everything is going good. How's the part going? Yes, it's great. I think you just joined and uh, uh, you missed the earlier part of it. No problem, Roy. And uh, I just want to mention to all of you who joined late, uh, all these things uh, sessions will be uploaded on the Secrets of Success show in the cast box. You can always uh, subscribe to the channel, and you can go back and listen to all the wonderful talks that we are having here. So that will really help you. I mean, uh, it will really going to enhance all your knowledge because we are talking about human existence day after day. Yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah. Because your people often, you know, uh, I'm, I'm experiencing this thing uh, whenever I'm doing the pod. Like people do come and like they tell that, hey, I, I just missed it. You know, how do I can reach out to the the one which people have talked about? So we unfortunately didn't record anything, but you are doing it. That's a good thing. So people yes. might appreciate you for this, I guess, in future. Yes, it is uh, recorded and it's all uploaded on the Castbox uh, Secrets of Success show. You can all subscribe to the Secrets of Success show just in case uh, you will start getting the notifications. And uh, I have been discussing very, very fundamental topics, and I want to going forward uh, deep uh, dive deeper into many more wonderful topics. But this is the foundation. If you can listen to all these, many dots in your life will get connected, and I'm sure the beautiful picture that will come out of your life will be really good, wonderful. So <laughs> wonderful, very nice, Roy. Uh, do you have any questions for me, any one of you, Vishaka or? Uh, I, I do have. I do have actually. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've been into fitness since uh, more than seventy eight years by now. I've been working out regularly on a daily basis. So uh, what actually I find is uh, it's all about people talking about you know uh, bulkifying yourself, you know, looking out for the muscles and the proteins and this is what happens in your system and the carb loading and yes. all these types of fasting. So what I don't understand is the 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 thing which differs from yoga to the regular fitness. See, I heard in yoga that you have multiple benefits over your. Mental issues as well. Like if you are having some issues with your mind, if you are not able to concentrate or anything, so indirectly it will help you along with the yoga. Yes. But in terms of fitness, it doesn't help you in that way. So what is that one thing which we which we are missing as a people who are working out on regular basis in terms of strength training compared to the yoga? Because in yoga, I could see that there are multiple diff, uh, you know, advantages compared to this. And in, now Western people are. Are going for yoga compared to the well, uh, strength training. The reason why they tell that is it's uh, quite easy to maintain your body and it feels uh, it feels low. It has comparatively it has um, less of uh, uh, this uh, injury prone to injury and everything. And people are moving to yoga, so that is one thing I couldn't understand. What is that sudden shift which is happening in Western countries? Although it's an Indian. Uh, Thing. Yoga is an Indian thing, isn't it? So, but they are able to understand this. Why Indians are not understanding? They are trying to go for the strength training more often than not. So, I just mm-hmm. wanted to know on your perspective what you can think, or what you can say about that. Okay, all right. So, I see this. Uh, you have a two-fold question here. First thing is, uh, how is uh, yoga different from the regular fitness uh, practices that we have? And another thing yeah. is, why uh, Indians are not following? The yoga system, although it is uh, originating in India, and only Westerners and many Westerners are taking it up. So, yeah. uh, right in the beginning of the session, Roy, we discussed that what is yoga? Because people 
the conventional understanding of yoga is some bodily postures and pranayama anybody you ask today when you take this word yoga the general understanding of yoga is physical postures and breathing exercises that's all but yoga itself the word yoga means to connect to link to link between what not the body and the mind not the body and the soul it is the link between the spiritual soul and the spiritual supreme soul yoga means to link to connect between jivatma and parmatma that is the real purpose of yoga actually but whereas the, when we talk about fitness say that, uh, sorry to interrupt you here yeah. you say that what we does yoga need necessity like it has to be like that to believe in god paramatma devate is it is it what you are telling spiritual see the patanjali yoga patanjali yoga actually has very much uh, ishwara concept into it ishwara means the supreme lord so what happens is if we want to accept yoga without understanding the real originator of yoga then there is no meaning to it I mean the very word yoga means itself according to Sanskrit and all the Vedic scriptures the very meaning and the process of yoga is to connect ourselves with the God and that that's the reason we have karma yoga jnana yoga bhakti yoga ashtanga yoga and in the last few minutes we have been discussing ashtanga yoga in a length now at a great length so that is the reason the very purpose of yoga is to connect ourselves with the supreme soul So now when we talk about fitness yoga is not i mean the physical health and the mental health is a by product of yoga it is a by product but we should not be just stuck with the by product the real purpose is to connect ourselves with the supreme lord spiritually and unless we do that there is no meaning for yoga and people even yoga today it is a completely misconstrued uh, word and many people are taking advantage of this word yoga and the popularity of yoga that's why there is beer yoga there is rabbit yoga there is deer yoga i mean what's what not there is so many different types of uh, crazy ideas about yoga today so let us uh, not uh, dilute the idea of yoga because many times when we don't pass on the knowledge appropriately then uh, all different types of misinformation goes so when you talk about uh, your physical health and mental health Yes definitely yoga helps but that is not the real and ultimate purpose of yoga uh and how is it different from the regular exercises that we do yes it is different uh there is uh, the asanas the asanas really help us to take care of our body in a very beautiful way because there are nadis there are 72000 nadis within our body and when you practice yoga and pranayama all that 72000 nadis within the human system get purified and they get channelized and all the seven chakras within the body also get energized so yoga really deal with the higher purpose of even uh, leading to kundalini yoga kundalini jagrat that that means the kundalini has to get awakened by the yoga process but the physical regular physical uh, exercises that we do it has nothing to do with the, the seven chakras and the nadis and nothing to do like that Okay, so you explain how uh, these things happen because I I don't uh, I'm not aware of these words because I probably I might not read these things or I might have not followed some some religious aspects. I think that's the reason. That's okay. But the thing is, what I'm asking is, yeah, this is perfect for an Hindu or an Indian in general to understand what exactly you said. But if if imagine hypothetically I'm a Western dude, I'm an English person, I'm an English man, and I'm trying to 
follow the yoga i have seen indians are doing it and i find it extremely good and quite uh, easier to you know risk uh, risk free or prone prone of injury that aspect if i want to uh, uh, do this do i have to understand the religious aspects as well or you said that without that you cannot able to achieve it okay But without understanding the religious aspect can i able to do what the indians are doing is it how it's been perceived in other other places so that it's been very easy for them to adapt to this no as long as uh, if a person is just worried about the physical health and the mental health absolutely fine i mean uh, that is uh, not going to uh, harm him in any way and there is no harm in uh, not doing yoga yeah, definitely you can do yoga and you can get the physical benefits and the mental benefits but uh, ultimately uh, you know the reason and the ultimate purpose of yoga is uh, not just physical and mental health it is our spiritual health and many people although they come to spirituality with the in the name, in the name of yoga you uh, they really don't connect themselves for spiritually and i'm not talking religion i'm talking spiritual life here and uh, yoga yeah. really yoga really means to get elevate ourselves spiritually physical health and mental health uh, it's okay i mean it will just uh, it will come to you automatically when you follow yoga system you it will come to you but that is not the ultimate purpose and uh, yeah. by the and way third one is sir asan yeah. yes vishaka third one is asan yes yam niyam yes. asan yes third one yes okay and after that sir uh, after the fourth step step is pranayama after pranayama pratyahara okay. pratyahara then dharana dhyan pratyahara means uh, basically to control the senses all the five senses that we have So okay. that is the okay. fifth stage, and sixth stage is dharana. In the stage of dharana, you get to know that uh, actually you are a spirit soul. You are not this physical body, and that is when okay. you go to dhyana. That is the seventh stage, meditation, and final stage is samadhi, where a yogi, a ashtanga yogi, starts seeing the supreme lord within his heart. So that is the ultimate step of ashtanga yoga. So what people get stuck is only the third and the fourth stage. asana and pranayama they really don't want to go further of pratyahara dharana until samadhi yeah. so that is uh, that yeah. is what is recommended so people just want to be very happy with physical and mental health but they don't want god they want yoga but they don't want the originator of yoga that's a problem yeah 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 i agree i agree with sir and uh, sir i have one question yes vishaka hello yes go ahead vishaka Sir, your voice is breaking. Yes, uh, you try. You Hello. try now. Yes, My you can. My voice is audible. Yes, you are audible. Yes, go ahead. You you are audible actually. Okay, looks like there was some network issue. So that is how we need to understand yoga in a holistic way. Because if we just uh, be very very narrow minded and uh, uh, get stuck with only the few aspects of yoga, then it's uh, not going to help. and what happens is when people do not get uh, connected spiritually with yoga after some time they lose enthusiasm and they really do not follow yoga for a long time because ultimately yoga should lead uh, for your spiritual awakening and if that doesn't happen people most often they lose enthusiasm and they get drifted yes any other question roy or vasant kureshi you are also here do you have any questions Am I audible to all of you? Let me see. Okay, Vishaka is again getting connected. 
Yes, Vishaka. Yeah, sir. Uh, I think uh, there was a network issue. Okay. Yes, yeah, sir. I have a question. Uh, right. Uh, like, uh, what is the exact and uh, real timing to do the uh, yoga? Like, uh, from the sunrise, from the timing of sunrise. Uh, See, ideal uh, best best process and the best time of doing yeah. the mantra meditation or any spiritual activity is brahma murata time so what is brahma murata brahma murata is one and a half hour 90 minutes before the sunrise so 96 minutes that is two muratas 96 minutes before sunrise is called brahma murata and that is an ideal time for any meditation process and if you want to practice meditation that's the best process in fact every day i wake up by 4 4:30 and i start my meditation from 5 from 5 to 6:30 so almost till sometimes even 7 o'clock so 5 to 7 is my meditation time i completely dedicate my my time early morning in the brahma murta for meditation and i do i practice mantra meditation okay that's great okay so that is how it takes time and effort to understand this whole yoga system and process but ultimately the best process is actually chanting the holy names of the lord you may just wonder why it is but let me explain little bit of science between this hari krishna mantra okay so do you have any questions by the way roy wasat krishi or anyone who is listening to this do you have any questions before i dive into the next section of our discussion and if you liking the session you can hit that like button thank you so no, much sir. okay all right so now let me explain to all of you this very important aspect of the mantra meditation that we have been discussing man plus tra that is mind man means mind tra means that which frees the mind or delivers the mind so now which mantra to chant because there are so many vedic mantras Om Om is also a mantra, a very powerful mantra. In fact, every other mantra in Vedas starts by the word Om. Om is a very powerful mantra, Pranava Om Kara. But then Om is supposed to be chanted only by those who have Brahmanical qualification. So that's the reason the scriptures, the spiritual scientists, have recommended a very simple mantra to all of us. Iti Shodashaka Nam Nam Kali Kalma Shanaasnam Nath Paratarupaya. सर्व वेदेशु दृश्यते हरेर्नाम 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 वैव केवलम कलव नास्तेव 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 गतिर अन्यता सो द स्क्रिप्चर द कलिसंत्रण उपनिषद एंड द बृहद नारदे पुराण दे वेरी ब्यूटीफुली एक्सप्लेन दैट हाउ इन दिस एज इन दिस टाइम एंड एज द बेस्ट एंड द सिंपल मेथड इज टू चैंड हरेर्नाम 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 वैव केवलम देयर इज नो अदर वे kalav nasteva 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 gatir anyata in kaliyuga there is no other process than the chanting of the holy name why because in kaliyuga in this time and age people have very less duration of life we hardly live for 70 80 years and then we are gone we cannot really practice ashtanga yoga not possible and then also we have very less memory and the focus of the mind is very less because we are agitated by so many different things our mind is constantly agitated in kaliyuga with so many different things there is so much of information overload whatsapp is calling you facebook is calling you castbox is calling you podcast is calling i mean so many things are trying to get our attention all the time so that's the reason the best process of uh, 
meditation is the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra. So what is this Hare Krishna mantra? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So there are 16 words in this mantra. Let us understand what does these names actually refer to? What is the name and meaning of these names? Hare. Hare means energy of the Lord. Just like you have energy and your energy cannot be separated from you, Similarly, the Supreme Creator, the Supreme Lord also has his energy called Hare or Hara. That's why when we say Krishna, we don't say just Krishna, we say Hare Krishna which also refers to Radhe Krishna. So Hare refers to Radha, Radha Krishna. A feminine Shakti, Shakti is referred as Hare. The feminine nature of the Lord is called Hare or Hara. So that is how Hare means energy of the Lord. Krishna, Karshati iti Krishna, one who attracts, Karshana, Akarshana. So Krishna means one who attracts. So when you chant the holy name of the Lord, he attracts us, he attracts the supreme, the spiritual soul towards himself. So Krishna means Akarshana. Let us understand what does Rama means. Rama is a very powerful name which actually has the potential to awaken your spiritual life and also give you the spiritual strength. Rama is one which gives you the spiritual strength. Rama has two bhijaksharas or the bhij mantras, Ra and Ma. It, Ra and Ma, Rama. Ra is Agni bhija mantra and Ma is Chandra bhija mantra. Let me explain this to you in detail. Now, let us do an exercise. You are all ready for an exercise? Let us do an exercise, all of you. You try chanting Ra by closing your lips. All of you close your lips and say Ra. Is it possible? No, it's not going to be possible. If you if you want to say Ra, you cannot actually chant by closing your lips. So what it means? It actually means opening up your lips. It's like opening the door. So and Ra, because Ra is Agni Bhija Mantra, all the negative thoughts, when the door is open, all the negative thoughts in your mind, they actually come out of your mouth and they are burned by Ra. Ra because it's Agni Bhija. Agni means fire. It burns away all the negativities in the mind. Now close your lips, open your lips and say Ma. Can you say Ma without touching your lips? Try it if you want to. If you want to say Ma, you cannot say Ma without touching your lips. You have to touch your lips. That means it is like closing the door. So Ra opens the door, Ma closes the door of your lips, your mouth. And Ma is Chandra Bhija Mantra. Chandra means that which gives cooling effect. You see in the night, Chandra gives a cooling effect. And that is how when you chant Ma, it gives you a very soothing and cooling, peaceful mind. 
So Rama destroys all the negativities and keeps your mind very very peaceful. So that is the power of Rama. So this Hare Krishna Mahamantra is extremely powerful and I can just go on describing many more things about this Hare Krishna Mantra but then the taste of the pudding is in eating. So all of you can get connected with me on the telegram and I am going to share a link with all of you where you can actually practice this mantra meditation and this will really help you to get connected with the Supreme Soul. It is a very beautiful and easy process of meditation and it's most effective and powerful. So this Hare Krishna Mahamantra is the most powerful prescribed method for chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra and you should definitely give a try to do this. You can try this at home, do this for 10 minutes every day, chant this holy name and you will see how the mind will get captured. The mind will be controlled. And I am not the only one who is telling this. It is actually the scriptures who are recommended. The spiritual acharyas have recommended this. And many many great devotees. And many people in the world are actually practicing this mantra meditation. And they have actually seen the effect of this mantra meditation. So you can definitely practice this at home. And see for yourself how wonderfully this acts. So uh, this is what I wanted to share with all of you today briefly about the meditation process and uh, is there any question if you have please feel free to ask me a question. I don't know if Vajrat and Roy are still listening to me. Uh, I think there was a disconnect. By the way if you like the session you can hit the like button. At the same time if I am audible to you I see only Vishaka commenting Vivek are you still there? Sukh are you still there? If you are listening to this talk, you can feel free to comment and uh, some of you tried calling me earlier. Sukh, you tried calling earlier. Great, wonderful. Thank you so much Vivek Acharya for that response because I was just wondering if I have lost you. Okay, great. Is there any question? I am opening up this question for all of you. Another important thing I want to share with all of you is many psychologists have done a research and uh, they have identified that there is something called as physio-acoustic therapy. I don't know if you have heard about this. It is called physio-acoustic therapy. And this physio-acoustic therapy is uh, even used in uh, many hospitals these days. And uh, through the process of music, they heal the patients in the hospital. And uh, when you start doing this mantra meditation, this sound meditation, you will also see that it really does wonders to your body also. It really does wonders to your mind also. It is just a matter of practicing it. This sound meditation really helps even at a physical level and mental level. And this physio-acoustic therapy is being uh, proven and many research have been done on this. And some uh, psychologists have specifically done research on this Hare Krishna Mantra as well and they have actually analyzed that anybody who practices this sound meditation, this meditation of mantra meditation, Hare Krishna Mantra for 20 minutes every day, he will become stress, completely free from stress and it, he becomes very very strong mentally and emotional quotient really becomes very strong. So that is how this mantra meditation is very very effective, very very effective. So Eco has joined us today after a long time. Thank you so much. So yes, I open up this session now for question answers. 
and uh, if there is anything that you want to ask you can feel free to ask yes good evening viko and uh, welcome to the show it's been a long time that uh, i heard from you thank you so much for joining so we had a wonderful discussion and uh, we discussed about what is the real meaning of yoga we defined what is yoga we also understood the different types of yoga we in depth discussed about ashtanga yoga process we discussed about uh, the different uh, yoga systems were followed in different time uh, frames in different cosmic times we discussed about the effect of sound on our body in fact the sound is so powerful it can create different emotions in you if you listen to soothing music of a violin or a guitar it makes you so joyful but then if a tiger comes and roars or a lion comes and roars in front of you that will create fear in you because sound has an effect sound can create emotions in us that is how powerful sound is that is why mantra meditation is extremely powerful and then we discussed about how mantra meditation can really help and we also practiced a little bit of uh, joyful mantra meditation through our kirtans today so before i end this session i think uh, we can do some more kirtans before i let all of you go and uh, those who want to continue listening to me you can listen to some of the kirtans right now and then we can end the session by the way i want all of you <coughs> to uh, join me on uh, telegram i have shared you can join me on uh, telegram as well as you can subscribe to the secrets of uh, success show that will be very very nice yes absolutely roni guided meditation is also very good and that's the reason i want uh, all of you to get connected with me on uh, telegram and also join on secrets of success show here on castbox uh, because i want to really really help all of you to understand this uh, mantra meditation and guide all of you as much as possible in this uh, process of sound meditation i myself have been practicing this uh, since more than a decade now and i see it is so wonderful and you can all join me that will be really nice ronnie is saying i'll do a podcast on astanga yoga right now i'm learning about this from scripture a very fantastic very wonderful nice uh, we briefly discussed about uh, astanga yoga today in the discussion and uh, i will upload this session also very soon on the pod and uh, let me take eco eco is calling let me take his call hello yes good evening eco yes good evening yeah good evening how are you i am good how are you after a long time yeah yeah actually i am uh, frequently using this app but uh, i haven't seen you Are you using some other apps? Uh, yes, actually, Castbox is one thing. I'm uh, everybody is onto it now after Open Talk, and uh, I am uploading all my talks on uh, Anchor FM also. Oh, Stranger is here. <laughs> Good evening, Stranger. Nice to see you here today. Wonderful. So, uh, okay, so how long do you have been there, uh, in this app, like in this topic? Uh, on this topic it's been almost uh, more than 90 minutes now okay good evening stranger good evening to you yeah and uh, we discuss about uh, the yoga for modern age today and uh, i'm going to upload this session also on the secrets of success uh, show uh, which i have created on uh, castbox so all my talks 
are available on the secrets of success show you can always go back and listen to them you can also subscribe to the channel because then you will not miss out any of the talks that i'm making so that way you'll be stay uh, connected uh, with me yeah i just want to ask one question is that like uh, you have said modern yoga but i just want to know the definition or the perceptions behind the yoga according to you like what do you think what is yoga according to you yes according to what really matters is not what i feel or what i believe uh, what really matters is what are the scriptures and the spiritual scientists and great acharyas of india have spoken about yoga because uh, what we are going to say and whatever i have shared today in this discussion is just the repetition of the great acharyas because i really don't have to invent anything it's already there i'm just like a loud speaker repeating what the great acharyas have told and modern yoga why i say modern yoga is because currently the cosmic time according to the scriptures is called kaliyuga so when compared to all the yugas like satyuga tritayuga dwaparayuga and kaliyuga kaliyuga is considered to be considered to be the modern times so what really modern age according to scriptures is this kaliyuga and then kaliyuga the best process of meditation or yoga is mantra meditation according to the scriptures and the great acharyas so that is why we have discussed about yoga yoga means to connect to link ourselves the spirit soul with the supreme soul that is yoga the real meaning of yoga is to connect ourselves with the supreme lord otherwise uh, yoga uh, doesn't mean some physical and mental health, mental uh, exercises no don't you think according to my definition i just want to know your perceptions am i wrong or right for me yoga is all about yoga is a process that people are doing to open the other dimension of their uh, life because uh, you have lots of dimensions okay shiva have discovered on shiva have discovered or shiva have realized 140 dimension yeah but it is not very limited it is just a question of it is just a question of striving if you are willing to strive more then you can experience or you can realize a 200 dimension or 400 dimension it is it is just a question of striving so do you think that yoga is the process that uh, that people use to open the other dimension of uh, uh, life because you have uh, different dimensions but uh, uh, i just want to say one thing is that uh, like intellect is one dimension that we have opened yet yes. but in intelligence in intelligence there are different dimension yes. so intelligence is like is some is sort uh, sort of like yoga because mm -hmm. in intelligence there are, there are there are different type of dimensions we don't know how many dimensions which is included in the intelligence in the same way in yoga there are there are different type of dimension and one dimension is dif different from uh, other dimensions we do not know how many okay. dimensions good question so, according to me yeah good yeah. question ego and uh, it's a very interesting question uh, but anyway let's go with this as you mentioned rightly there are multiple dimensions now there is a physical dimension there is a mental dimension and there is a intellectual dimension there is a false ego dimension and the ultimate dimension is the spiritual dimension now in each of these dimensions that i mentioned there are many subcategories and sub dimensions also but that is not the topic of discussion today like you said about intellectual right so intellect itself has five or more dimensions which i will cover in the next topic sometime in detail 
and similarly in the mental dimension also there are many sub categories but when we talk about the ultimate dimension of existence our human existence is the spiritual existence and that i have covered in the identity crisis now when we talk about the spiritual existence that is what yoga is supposed to lead us to the yoga process is supposed to lead us to this ultimate spiritual dimension and within spiritual dimension also there are three sub categories that is brahman realization there is parmatma realization and there is bhagwan realization this is mentioned by vedavyasa vedavyasa has also categorized the spiritual understanding or the spiritual dimension in three levels and that is brahman realization parmatma realization and the bhagwan realization i will not be able to do justice to all this within this short period of time today but definitely i want to dive deeper into these topics as we go forward because it is very very important so there are as you said rightly there are multiple dimensions but the ultimate process of yoga is meant to elevate us to that spiritual dimension and experience that highest perfection of human existence it takes time it takes effort and it takes a lot of sincere determination so what you so what do you think like meditation is a part of yoga spirituality is a part of yoga or three meditation spirituality or yoga are three three different things what do you think about uh, see these are all interconnected when i say yoga and you say meditation so meditation is just one step in the yoga system in the ashtanga yoga earlier somebody mentioned right ashtanga yoga rani was saying ashtanga yoga so ashtanga yoga has eight steps eight steps which starts from yam niyam asan pranayam pratyahara dharana dhyana samadhi so when we say meditation meditation is the seventh stage meditation is the seventh stage and the asana is the third stage fourth stage is pranayama so rani earlier mentioned about ashtanga yoga so ashtanga yoga actually refers to all these different eight steps so it takes a lot of time and effort to understand these eight steps it takes time so when people directly go to, what happens is eco what happens is many people directly jump to the seventh stage without following the first yam and niyam can you go to the seventh standard without following the first standard and second standard you cannot go to seventh standard without crossing first and second standard so similarly people are directly jumping to meditation without even following the basic regulatory principles you know they are drinking alcohol they do meditation they do all illicit activities and they do meditation so this kind of meditation will not work so what you are trying to say is that like uh, spirituality and meditation is a part of yoga actually is that when we talk about ayurveda when we talk about uh, ashtanga yoga when we talk about pranayama when we talk about uh, uh, all these uh, chakras we talk about kundalini all these different things that we talk about are a part of spirituality and all of them are actually supposed to help you and lead a life which can direct you towards spirituality So Nikita is saying I love yoga. I do swasan every day. 
wonderful nikita very nice i am appreciate that so i i just wants to say one thing is that most of the people state that you yogic science means yoga is a yoga is a pure science yes. but i do not understand is that if it is a science then why it is not included in our education systems like in our education systems we have three science social science computer science <laughs> and science in science uh, it contains three subjects physics chemistry math but if yoga is a pure science and yoga is the ultimate science yes. uh, to being a poor to be a Uh, like to being something else yes. so why it is not included in our education systems but according to me like if it is included in our edu- education systems then it would be very good for us yes. but, uh, uh, but but in india there is a diversity of religion yes. uh, there are some religion who says that spirituality is from hinduism yes. that is why we don't study it Uh, that is why i think that it is not included in our education systems because most of the people is related to okay. religion kind of thing yeah now you made a very good point here eco you know you talked about social science you talk about uh, modern science you talked about many other science but why is the science of yoga not included it's not included in our education is because of political science because of political science uh, yoga yoga science is being removed <laughs> so that's the reason why we are uh, not having uh, yoga in our education system unfortunately so it is also one reason it is also one reason but uh, there is also one very big reason is that most of the other religion found that uh, yoga is related to hinduism and hinduism oh. is a uh, religion but uh, i just want to let them know like hinduism is not a religion hinduism is just a, ge- a geographical identity of this nation but most of the yes. most of the people says that hinduism is a religion but uh, yes. i don't think most of the people's connect uh, is spirituality meditation and yoga uh, to the hinduism that is why i think that it is not included in our education systems like uh, in quran like uh, i have uh, i have listened the jakir naik uh, mm-hmm. speeches yeah. he says that doing yoga is haram he j- he just simply said to the uh, thousand in front of thousand of audience he just simply says that uh, doing yoga is haram so uh, i think that yoga is spirituality yeah. and this kind of things related to some yeah. kind of, uh, some kind of religions that is why we are not uh, adding this kind of subject to our education system yes. what we need to do is uh, uh, eco is that we need to educate people we have to create awareness and now we all have to get together and we should really uh, uh, you know understand what is yoga because many people ourselves uh, have no clue of what is yoga so we have to definitely understand all these different aspects so great wonderful we uh, i know that there is a, a lot of scope for us to propagate and understand make people understand about what is yoga so it is great wonderful so let's uh, eco you have any other question
So spirituality is something which is beyond physical. So it is kind of confusing for most of the peoples. And I, or when I start, when I think about these terms, then I also got confused. Like, mm-hmm. what is religion and what is spirituality? So I just want to know. Uh, I just want to listen, hear the clarifications by you. What do you think about it? Okay, great. And uh, since you raised this question, I think uh, this is a very important question. So, before I touch upon spirituality, I just want to make this very important point all of you. And that is about religion. See, the definition of religion, if you go and open any dictionary, the definition of religion is mentioned as a kind of faith, a particular faith a person follows. So, faith can change suppose if you are a hindu today tomorrow you can change your faith to being a muslim or if you are a hindu today you can change your uh, uh, faith to be a christian or a buddhist so your faith can change but that is not the definition what is given in our vedic scriptures the definition of religion and dharma the word dharma is not equivalent to the english word religion let me explain this to you so according to the Vedic scriptures, dharma is not religion but intrinsic inseparable quality of any object or a substance. Let me explain this to you with an example, okay? Now, if you take, if you take fire, fire has two properties, to give light and to give heat. Have you seen any fire without heat and light? Have you seen fire without heat and light? No. Fire means heat and light. The intrinsic inseparable quality of fire is to produce heat and to give light. That means if you separate heat and light from fire, then it is not fire, it is something else. Similarly, if you take sugar, if you take sugar, can you separate sweetness from sugar? No. The intrinsic inseparable quality of sugar is to be sweet. If sugar is not sweet, then it is no more called as sugar. So now, when we talk about dharma or religion, the dharma means the dharma of the soul. So the intrinsic inseparable quality of your true identity as a spirit soul, spirit soul is to love and to serve. Just like you cannot separate heat and light from fire, similarly you cannot separate the propensity to love and to serve from any spirit soul. You just see even animals, even the wild animal like lion or tiger exhibits love. Although it is very wild, it exhibits love. Birds, they exhibit love. Human beings, whether you are a Hindu, you are a Muslim or you are a Christian, you are a Buddhist, you are a Jew. Everybody expresses love and there is a tendency to serve. So when we talk about Hindu, Muslim and Christian, these are all rubber stampings. And I really completely do not agree with this rubber stamping. Just because I am born in a Hindu family, I am a Hindu, you are born in a Muslim family, you are a Muslim or a Christian, you are a Christian family. No, these are all rubber stampings based on our birth. But then as a spirit soul, each one of us are spiritual beings. Our real true dharma or religion is to love and to serve. 
and unfortunately we completely neglect this and we do not identify our true dharma and this dharma of to love and to serve is very very intricate and integral part of our human life each one of us not just human life every living entity expresses love and serve you see a politician is serving the nation a son is serving the family a father is serving the family the mother is cooking at home and she is serving the family a artist is serving the family and the nation so everybody is serving another living entity the nature the propensity to serve is already there the propensity to love is already there the real religion is that which teaches you how to love and how to serve that is true religion it is not about whether you are hindu or a muslim or a christian it what really matters whether you are loving people and you are serving people that is what really matters thank you so much wasim for that like i really appreciate that so this is how we need to understand i we in the name of religion today there are wars happening there are so many fights happening why because people have a sentimental idea a very fanatical idea about religion and i completely disagree to that fanatical idea of religion i completely disagree to that ask me is here after a long time good to see you ask me on the show it's long time that we have not seen you wonderful thank you so much for joining ask, i just want to ask last question is that like uh, uh, what do you think hinduism uh, follow any kind of religion or religion is just an opposition towards the hinduism see religion what do you think because yeah because according to me uh, yeah. as i'm from uh, as i belong to hinduism i know that hinduism is not a religion hinduism is just as geographical identity of this nation yeah. so uh, i found that there's no religion it is just uh, we follow the spirituality spirituality is totally different from religion it is not even a single uh, point which is matches from the religion and the spirituality so i don't think that we follow any kind of religion religion is just an imposition towards the hinduism yes so what do you think about it like we follow any kind of religion or not so yeah. like i told you religion when we talk about uh, christianity when we talk about hinduism when we talk about islam these are different processes i mean if you want to become spiritual if you want to uh, lead a spiritual life these are all different paths and each path is explaining to you a certain way of attaining that supreme goal and now the problem here is only we try to differentiate we fight on the process let us not if there are differences within the process it's okay but the goal is one the thing is the goal is one but the processes are different why people fight in the name of religion because oh my process is better than your process no let us not go by that let us understand which is actually giving you the real process anything any process that is helping you to connect yourself with the god that is fantastic i mean that is really wonderful i mean i i'm really not in uh, so religion is just a path a different path but everybody is ultimately following some spirituality because they want to connect with god but there are different paths hinduism is a different path islam is a different path christianity what, is a different what path what i'm saying is that what i'm saying is that yeah hinduism you are uh, there are different religions okay christian christian christianity and there's a different type of religion but do you think that hinduism is uh, is any follow any kind of religion or uh, they are not following no. any kind of actually religion? according to according to hinduism we don't have any religion according to hinduism religion is just an imposition towards us that's exactly because what like, i mean it is like 
it is like this like 99% of the countries follow some kind of religion only one person uh, only one person's one person is not following any kind of uh, religion so we look very fool that is why we follow also one yes, kind of religion yes, yes. so that we so that we don't look fool yes eco just the previous point imposition just the previous point i told you dharma dharma means to love and to serve to love and to serve according, yeah, yes. according to me i have uh, i have seen dharma means law like we follow uh, like sanatan dharma yes it's not like sanatan religion sanatan yes. law yes. it is a law which help you to reach the ultimate and what is the ultimate that is what the spirituality is that spirituality is the ultimate dimensions that we have, that we wants to touch or yes. that we wants to hit yes. by the process of yoga by the process of meditation so exactly exactly we follow the law we yes. follow the law yes. we don't follow any kind of religion but absolutely correct there are certain things about the law you mentioned very nice point and uh, i definitely want to dedicate another very important session on this itself so that we get a clear understanding of what is the different religions talking about and what is spirituality and let us a uh, little more understand what is all this so that uh, uh, we can talk a little bit more and since i have been already talking for uh, more than 2 hours now and before i let all of you go uh, i know eco you always have wonderful questions and lot of questions on spirituality and i so really appreciate that your inquisitiveness it is really wonderful by the way before i let you go uh, i want to uh, sing a little bit for all of you and you can subscribe to the secrets of success show you can also follow and join me on telegram so that will be really nice let us do some wonderful music now and i have been always yes it is like whatsapp very similar to whatsapp and i am sharing the link with all of you okay
topic making life an adventure tomorrow at 7 pm let's uh, have a wonderful time tomorrow again let's meet at 7 pm tomorrow and you can all join me on telegram telegram uh, some of you asked what it is it is a very uh, simple app just like uh, whatsapp you can connect and you can see the link there you can get connected very soon we will have a very systematic study of spirituality we will dive deeper into different aspects of spirituality and uh, it will be great all of you can join me there so also subscribe to the secrets of success channel that will be really 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 nice so okay so i think that's one uh, yes telegram is one uh, uh, app where i am sharing some positive thoughts every day to all of you uh since i am not openly sharing my mobile number here that's the reason i told uh, you can join me on telegram uh since i don't want to share my mobile number my personal number uh, once you join the telegram group then uh, going forward i can share more details with all of you great wonderful very very nice having all of you here today have a great time thank you so much for joining i really appreciate all the patient listening that you have done today and giving your valuable time today and hearing to this wonderful topic so this topic will be uploaded on secrets of success channel as soon as possible you can subscribe to the secrets of success channel and stay tuned and get notifications thank you so much take care hari krishna thank you very very much acharya vivek acharya is always been very punctual and listening to the all the talks that i am doing here thank you so much vivek <laughs> thank you great listening to all of you wonderful take care hari krishna